Hello, and welcome to You Lost Me at Namaste, where we discuss all things wellness, well-being, and spirituality at the real world, easy to understand level. (laughs) I'm your host, master energy healer and well-being alchemist, Michelle Schoenfeld, and I'm thrilled you're joining me for this episode today. This show was previously recorded in Bodrum, Turkey at the LifeCo Wellbeing Center with a fantastic practitioner there of yoga and Ayurvedic medicine. His name is Bainam Kier. He is also the co-founder of 360 Yoga and was my very first Qi Gong instructor. And honestly, is part of the reason that I fell back in love with yoga. So I'm really excited to bring you this interview today. I hope you enjoy it and stick around until the end to get some great information. Thanks and have a great day. Namaste. So today I am so excited. I am recording in Bodrum, Turkey, and I have a fabulous guest with me today who is an expert on so many different things. I'm not going to give it away right now. So before we go too much further in, because usually I talk too much, I want to introduce my guest today. Welcome, Sash, to You Lost Me at Namaste. Hi. (laughs) Thank you for inviting me. Uh, I always follow your programs, and uh, I really appreciate what you do and helping, you know, inspiring people. And I was um, always wondered that uh, that when it comes to me, you know, so I was excited to to sit and chat with you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So we are actually at the Life Co, which is in Bodrum, Turkey. And the first time I came here, I came to teach a retreat called Heal Your Life. And I had never done a lot of the different kinds of yoga and qigong and some of the stuff you teach before, which is interesting being an energy healer myself that I hadn't done this. And so I started taking your yoga classes first. I really like that. And what's the style of yoga that you teach, that you prefer to teach? Well, um, I started with the traditional Ashtanga, Mysore, Indian style. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's my uh, favorite. Okay, when I started yoga, it was uh, my uh, first uh, introduction to yoga and it's my first love, you know. Yeah. <laughs> So, but uh, okay. After years and uh, and getting a bit older and uh, understanding the body and physical, mental, and all these things, so I realized, okay, we don't need to push the body always in that uh, limits. Right. And uh, okay, we need sometimes to uh, give space to the body for healing and uh, other things, and don't. Uh, so now I am practicing also Ashtanga. My, I, I can never forget. Right. And for our listeners out there, because this is a 101 level, <laughs> just briefly describe what Ashtanga yoga is. Uh, Ashtanga yoga is uh, a very well now, very famous now in the world. And uh, it started with uh, Patabi Joyce in India, in Mysore. Okay. And... Um, he was uh, started with five and six guys from uh, America and started uh, getting bigger and bigger. And um, the secret was uh, practicing same uh, series of position every time. And it's different than other styles of yoga. So uh, these people became uh, very strong in those particular positions and then 
going for another uh, right. series, second series, and it has five series. And I know there's a lot of benefit to it. We're not going to do that necessarily today on this show, but I know there is a lot of benefit. And I have taken a little bit. And to be honest, for me, I don't want to say I got bored because it's amazing. It was more of my um, immaturity at the time I was taking it that I wanted something different every day. Yeah. I didn't want the same. Um, but it is a really beautiful practice. So thank you for explaining that a little bit. Thank you. Yeah. And so anyway, so it's the first time here at LifeCo. This is going back a couple of years. And I'm taking his classes. And what I really loved about it was that I, um, I work out a lot. I am a healer. I like yoga. I like um, taking care of my body. But I'm not incredibly flexible. I was a dancer um, all through growing up. And I was actually a gymnast and ice skater until I got too tall. But I'm not flexible because I don't do a great job of, of um, stretching myself. Yes. And I was worried, just like meditation. I talk on the show that sometimes people think they can't meditate. They're not good at it. And so then they don't try because they're not good at it. They say, I can't clear my mind. I don't know what to do. So they don't do it. And I feel like the same goes for yoga sometimes. But there are the people who actually need it the most. They're the ones who need it the most. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and the same goes for me. I need yoga the most to lengthen my muscles. To I used to do a lot of Pilates. Mm. And then when I got sick, I stopped doing it for almost two years. Um, so in the yoga, it's so important yeah. to breathe and stretch these muscles and really focus on your body, come in tune with your body. And so I was a little intimidated. Here we had a world-class resort, one of the best in the world, this well-being center. You're probably one of the best. I shouldn't say probably. I'm sure you are Thank one you. of the best in the world teaching what you do. So it was a little intimidating for me to come into your class. And it was beautiful. I felt part of it. I felt at home. I felt like no matter what I did, it was the relationship I had with myself and my body yes. taking your course. You were so great at explaining and patient. Thank you. You're welcome. So I kind of fell in love with your style of yoga, whatever that style may be, because I felt so connected taking your class. Yes. Um, I am in love with my teaching as well. <laughs> it's really a beautiful way. Um, really, I thought that yoga wasn't my favorite thing, even though it's wonderful, because I had taken so many kind of studio classes where I'm comparing myself, unfortunately, to everybody else there. Now, that's on me. That was on me to compare myself. I don't do that anymore, but I used to. But in this class, there's no way you can because it just feels your style just makes everybody feel welcome yes. and feel successful and feel like they're getting value and benefit. Yes. Um, so I really do want to get to the Qigong today because I'm really excited to share that with all of my listeners. But yes. before we get there, if you don't mind, I would love you to share your story on how you sure. found yoga. So. I am um, American in Turkey, interviewing a man from Iran. Iran. Yes, I born in Tehran. Yes, born in Tehran, who had studied in India, who were conversing in English in Turkey, yes. and it's just a really it's fun. It's a lot of fun. So yes. let's go back, okay. share your story. Well, um, you know, everybody knows about Iran, what's happening there, and uh, I was. Uh, I, my whole childhood passed uh, during the war between Iraq and Iran, and and uh, you know lots of uh, of of course I don't remember, but uh, I can uh, feel those fears of the you know the sound of the airplanes and uh, everybody had to run somewhere, and it was eight years. Wow. Eight years is of hearing bombing or hearing planes. Yes. Go over. Yeah. So. 
when I became seven years old and uh, going to the first grade, uh, it's it just over. Okay, so your whole childhood, which a lot of times is where your chakras are kind of developed and your energy and you imprint, yeah. was in a war zone. Absolutely. That'd be terrifying. That was, yes. But okay, I was lucky because my dad is, uh, it was a mature man and my mom and they were really relaxed. I remember some very, you know, blurish things that, uh, okay, there was attacked and there was everybody's panicking, but my father was <laughs> just so relaxed and drinking his tea and, watching, <laughs> <laughs> and reading his book. But uh, we cannot uh, block all the bad and negative energies that was happening in the country. So I want to make it very short. Uh, then I deal with lots of... Uh, uh, government rules that you know you should not talk to this lady you should not touch this uh, thing you should not wear these clothes you should not uh, smile and you know very weird things you know like you're like hi no I'm a human I want to drink I want to eat I want to speak and I remember you saying something to me when you're telling me your story about how you'd never seen women's like bare legs no or their bare arms no like not even like in shorts or a t-shirt or the beach, that well, kind of thing. Well, my family uh, in Iran and lots of other families, they live in Iran. They were very open-minded and uh, I mean open-minded as we in the parties at home, we were with the open clothes and everything, families and, you know, we were partying. But your family. Yes. Yeah. And many other families. But in the society, in the streets, uh, there was a different story. There was a government's uh, rules and Islamic uh, rules that they wanted to um, encourage people to be suppressed. Is it the right? Yeah. 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 So just imagine I'm walking in the street and I'm seeing some other guy, uh, another male, which, you know, like my friend right looking at other women and at, <laughs> at his le at, at her leg and and then you're asking a question why my friend did this you know and right. many many questions but nobody's there to answer you because nobody's talking about it nobody's talking about it your parents are not really aware to open it up and right say okay look these are the rules that this government apply and these are not the global rules you know like right. so then you can just understand what's happening you know so many 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 questions marks and mm, not answering and uh, just thinking and you know it was too much of sickness basically mentally right. And uh, so I remember first time when I went to India, mm. I wanted to get my visa to go to India because uh, something was calling me. Some I was going to say, how did you decide that you wanted to go to India? Uh, like, where did that come from? One of my friends told me that he's going to uh, study music in India. Okay. And I came home and I told my dad because it, was, it didn't come to my mind to do it, you know. Right. And when I get this idea from my friend i came to home that day and i said dad tomorrow i'm going to indian embassy i want to study in india okay and i'm so happy he was like yes <laughs> i am right on wonderful <laughs> you have all the rights so it was really relief to 
to see the outside world because, you know. So then you moved to India at this point. Yes. And how old are you? 20 years. 20 years old. Okay, yes. so you moved to India. This is your first time out of your country living? Yes. Okay. Yes. And then, and then how did it lead you to yoga or how did it lead you to? It takes uh, three, four years okay. for me to, uh, introdu- to be introduced to yoga. But uh, India, it was amazing. As soon as we arrived in India, it was full with cultures and uh, the cows and the Muslims and the Hindus. Uh, this street, uh, they were killing the cows. The other street, they were <laughs> worshipping the cows. <laughs> and all those rules which I was creating in my head, you know, because of experiencing living in Iran, you know, like government. Absolutely. They're just... It was like a healing for me to live in for India, sure. you know. And you had shared with me too that you would see these women in these beautiful saris and oh. midriff and their tummies showing. They yeah. just looked like the most beautiful goddesses to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, surrounded by Hindu goddesses constantly. Absolutely. <laughs> Indian movies. Yeah. Every time I used to go to Indian movies, the Bollywood movies. I'm <laughs> saying it here. Please go and watch these movies. They are. Totally meditation. They are totally uh, color meditation. It's true. Right? It's your. I know you love the colors. I, I love. Well, I'm obsessed with turquoise. I'd love my skin to be turquoise. I'd like to wear it every day. And I love Indian. Like I imprinted on Indian men very young in my life. So I love Indian men. I think they're beautiful. Yeah. Um, but just the people in general, I feel like again you can't stereotype. But I am going to stereotype. They're just relaxed yeah. and loving and inclusive and less words more feeling yes i would say my indian friends whether they're 25 or like maya 75 they're just there's less words but they're more impactful yes and they are welcoming like come in yes if i only have two i will share one with you yes that was my experience at least too much of giving and um giving and giving you know they're open open yes and so like okay so i want to get to what we're going to talk about but i just want to hear what got you to yoga so here you're in india you're telling your parents that you're studying (laughs) (laughs) well i was doing my best you're enjoying india and then what got you like this is what i need to do i'm going to dedicate my life or i'm going to learn at least because you learned on ashram right like you did some really serious yes studying yes you didn't just go to a weekend retreat to learn yoga no i was in yeah. india and uh, i had everything in my hand economically as a time wise you know and um so it was uh, very um meant to be for me and the universe just put me there you follow the signs yes following the signs mm-hmm. first of all we know if there is a stone and we want to make it shine that has to go to the hard work. So first of all, of those, uh, let's say, hammer right? job. Mm-hmm. And then my hammer job was in Iran because I was hammered and I was right. crying, you know, because of the rules. And then I went to India and it started of uh, like little bit shining and cleaning parts. You right. Know? So polishing. It was, yeah, it was polishing. So yeah. Was, I love that. It's beautiful. And I must say... I was one of the lucky people who uh, came across my masters. I I was not uh, curious to do yoga, no. Uh, and maybe if these guys wouldn't come in my life, I right. would just be some engineer right now. 
because I was studying in a university, electronic science. And uh, I met two, three masters in my life. And I was very lucky. So one of them is uh, Marcel. He's an Iranian-American who was following uh, a spiritual path in India. And he met me in a, when I was cutting my hair in one of the... <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Nice. He came with a full uh, red color dress and suddenly started talking Farsi, like my language, Persian to me. And, and then he said, uh, and he showed us like a very amazing path, which my uh, family and my uh, I mean rules in my society in Iran was not right. was blocking those paths. Yeah. And he said, no, there is a key. Right. Open it. Yeah. Yes. I love that. It was amazing. And you found it a lot earlier than I did. It took me like an extra 20 years on top of you to find it. Kismat, <laughs> <laughs> uh, destiny. And, absolutely. Um, he's, like destiny left us both here to Turkey. Yes, absolutely. You know? and, and I am so, so hard. happy to be here. It's definitely my sole purpose to do what I'm doing. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy you're here. And first day I met you here, I realized that there is another, um, another things that you know, like it's not anything in coincidence. Because right. It came to me. It, it, I see it time and time again and again. So now I'm not shocked anymore. So when I met right. you, I said, okay, <laughs> this is there. Yeah, you were so yeah. kind. And also um, he helped me find my house here, which you guys have heard me talk about. It's a beautiful little house on the Aegean where in, every room looks at the sea. In half an hour. It's just amazing, yeah. you know. It just, I mean, it's impossible for anybody to come here and get, find a house, but... This full panor panorama, scenery. yeah, panoramic view of the sea, and um, amazing because of the energy. It was, and I've shared again on this podcast that I was following my signs. For me, it was a year of following my signs, and I was up on my roof meditating in Washington D.C. in my flat, and it. I asked, like, what next? I'd already sold my house, gone through my divorce, was on my own healing path, and sold my business, and. It was like, you need to go back to Turkey and you need to be adding value to people's lives. This is what you need to be doing. Well, I ignored it. The next day it came again, a week later it came again. By the third time I was like, okay, you don't ask the universe or ask your higher self for a sign of what you should be doing next and then not follow it. So I followed that sign. I got a one-way ticket, came for the first time. I actually taught my first class here, as I told you earlier, on 8-8-2018 at 8 p.m. <laughs> If there's not a sign for the universe, I don't know what, what is. Um, Definite. So then I'm back here teaching a retreat called Heal Your Life. Meet Sash. We're having this great time. And another sign came to me. is like, you need to move here. You need to be here on a longer basis. So I said to him, if you know anybody who has a, a house for rent. And meanwhile, I had reached out to all these other people I know who own homes here, who own hotels here, who are in Istanbul, all these people. Everybody said they're going to help me. And at the last minute, nobody had any connections. So I just mentioned to Sash, who I just met, my new friend. It's January, it's cold, it's a little bit rainy, it's kind of dark. And he's like, oh, well, there's two places. One I don't think you'll like so much because it's already furnished. And as an energy healer, I don't remember saying this, yes. you probably don't want to be around other people's furniture because wood and metal does hold energy. Yes. He's like, let me show you this other one. So literally, we went to one place <laughs> in the rain. I walked in. I don't even remember what it looked like on the inside. I just saw the view. I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm done. How do we transfer the money? <laughs> I remember. Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay. So I could talk to you forever because this is so fun. Yeah. But I really want to teach today our listeners about Qigong yes. today. Yes. So 
um, qi gong is, uh, is energy work. Qi is life force energy. And it's uh, the style you teach is a movement-based. Um, it kind of looks like Tai Chi, for those of you who aren't familiar with it, a little bit, like that we're moving the body and moving energy through our palms to yes. some degree. So I'm not going to talk about it anymore because you're the authority Thank you. in Thank it. You. Tell us a little bit uh, about Qigong. Yeah. So after, uh, after my yoga journey, um, years later, I came to know Qigong. It was... Uh, five years ago when we opened our center in uh, Antalya in Turkey in Lifeco, the same place and um, I visited this place and this uh, guy who I was always uh, hearing uh, his uh, voice and his uh, his name every time he's a great guy he's also Iranian and uh, he also moved to uh, Pakistan with lots of difficulty and then he moved to uh, Norway okay and he's a Kung Fu master and uh, in Norway he met his Qigong master I met this guy and by by the time I met this guy I, I do my yoga every day and physical yoga you know like uh, physical yoga everybody who knows yoga very well uh, they know that how physical it is, you know, like asana, the practicing position. Yes. It's really building up some muscles and it can make your body really beautiful and give you a power, straight spine and everything. But uh, after I did my first Qigong practice, there was a, another big window opened suddenly and it was really... Um, interesting when shocking experience because I was thinking I'm not gonna liking it you know right I went there with that expectation but then I realized how they are actually this the same they, they have the same healing property would you say one is more yin versus yang does it come that way or is it just the different movement or more energy versus yes. breath like it, how would you describe them yes yes so absolutely. we're saying the difference between qigong and the yoga practices yes absolutely actually yoga also has yin and yang both sides qigong also has yin and yang both sides but if you put qigong and yoga together definitely uh, qigong has more yin and right, okay more cooling and healing energy which also goes very well with your work at the life co Right, because people are coming to detox and yeah. heal their body physically and cleanse, and so then you're also incorporating this qigong yeah. into their experience yeah. in helping them heal in other ways. Yes. Yeah, I mean not just here at LifeCo, anywhere in the world that you're practicing qigong. Yes. Kind of like tai chi, it's something you can do for the rest of your life, no matter how old you get. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. No, not even you don't need a yoga mat. I mean. There is a yoga yeah. is the easiest kind of a physical activity, but still demanding some wooden floor and mat. But qigong, you can do it even at the top of the trees. You know? Right. <laughs> just, so it's energy work. It's an energy work, mm -hmm. and uh, it's the acupuncture uh, concept. Like so, that it works with energy meridians. Yes. So all the energy meridians that run through our body, the acupuncturists use. Yes. Um, I was 14 or so, but there's a lot of energy pathways. So Qigong helps to like open those and harness that energy. Is that yes. what you say? Okay. Yes. When you move your body, 
uh, in a Qigong uh, style and those movements, which is uh, their thousands of thousand years. Because again, Qigong is a very ancient uh, practice like yoga. And there are some uh, stories that there are the monks from India who traveled to China uh, because in, the, in yes. that time the Buddhist, the Buddhism, the Buddhists were not allowed to uh, be in India because Hindu people were reacting to them, you know. And it's really interesting. So I love, you know, I spent the first half of my life in Western medicine, in the pharmaceutical industry. I had a medical spa. I'm spending the second half of my life doing Eastern medicine. Um, a lot of these things we learn, like chi is life force energy. Yes. Prana is life force energy, right? One's Indian, one's Chinese. Is that right? Absolutely. So you're talking about blending this Indian and Chinese Eastern medicine together. Yes. Okay. Uh, 80 or 90% of all yoga positions are available in Qigong. Okay. Interesting. Yes. Like uh, Shaolin practitioners in China, they do real yoga. I mean, they do all all yoga positions, but in a dancing form and in Interesting. A, yeah, in a dancing form. And it's a, it's a Chinese, uh, basically it's like noodle in China and pasta in <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I understand that. So when I came this last time, I um, had broken my arm or as my accident. Yes, so I, I couldn't really participate in the yoga, but I could in Qigong. Yes. Because the Qigong is mostly standing poses, the one that you're teaching. And we're moving really slowly, bringing up energy and just very intentional movements that I felt like I could still participate in. Without a problem. Without a problem which I said again is great if somebody has arthritis or if they have a physical injury or if they're really old or, you know, whatever. Maybe you're pregnant, maybe you're home alone. There's so many people who can benefit. Pretty much everybody can benefit I fell in love from Qigong. with it at the first sight. You know, when I, at my first class, I realized this is something gift, like a gift. And uh, I cleaned all my mind and my setup that I prepared myself, oh, it's going to be boring, it's going to be uh, no effect in my muscles, <laughs> and what is this, it's better go to Chaturanga, go to Upward Dog. And then after I tap my body, and then, wow, I feel good in my hand. After, yes. Yeah, after you do the Tai Chi circle or Qigong circle, breath circle, and then you feel, wow, you know, you move the really the energy and it's uh, it's serious business. You know? I love how you also explain too when you are doing a tapping or a pound, a, what it's working on. Like we're hitting the liver or we're hitting the kidneys and yeah. this is releasing whatever it is that we're releasing. This is releasing fear. This is helping our immune system yes. by doing these like tapping things. Yes, yes. Uh, I love that you explain that too. There's Thank so much you. benefit. You're welcome. Yes. Which does kind of tie back into the acupuncture, I guess. What would you say, um, based on that, like are the top benefits, like two or three of the biggest benefits people can expect if they start doing Qigong? Well, first of all, uh, they can expect, um, no, uh, moody mental balance, mental balance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They cannot be distracted. They, Focus. The focusing level goes up. This is hundred percent. I guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> Second, uh, as you said, the organs. 
each point that we, we are tapping and moving our body, for instance, every time in Qigong we are moving forward, our focusing point on, comes on yeah. kidneys. When we are uh, twisting, our focusing point comes to the liver and to the spleen and, and many, many, many. So, and, uh, and it just feels good, I feel like, too. And being in your class and having you explain it, I feel like I'm doing really good things for my body. Like I'm taking care of my liver, which is taking care of my mental state, which is letting yes. me release fear, which is making me feel more balanced. Yes. And even though I'm not sweating necessarily because I'm not doing like a cardio move or like you said, you know. Yeah, easily without any big yoga effort. Uh, so yoga can really boost your um, body and physically, mentally and everything, but you need to do effort. But the Qigong is without any effort. And this is, right. this is okay. So this is, I feel like I'm in a movie when I do it. Like literally, I feel like I'm in like a movie. <laughs> yeah. It's like so cool. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun. And it's interesting that you said you started out with Ashtanga yoga, yes. which is sequences. Yes. Because Qigong is also based on sequences. On sequences. And that's the secret. Yeah. And that's the secret. Sequence and routine is the, is the key to success of being mastering this ancient knowledge. And keeping those energy pathways open. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's all through. It's, it looks like a beautifully choreographed slow motion dance. Kind Absolutely. Of. Absolutely. And you feel the power. When I say you don't sweat, you don't sweat traditionally, but I do sweat because you start getting your energy moving. moving around and you get really warm. And I would guess some people probably um, feel really good afterwards. Some people are probably really tired. Uh, I don't know if you've ever had anybody like actually cry in class because it's moving around the energy. I was shocked myself, you know, I, uh, here uh, we are practicing and uh, having guests 12 months a year. We don't right. have a off season. Exactly. Even in winter, I practice Qigong close to the sea in the windy weather, which is impossible that you sweat. Right. <laughs> and we exper experiencing the sweating. And yeah. It was really amazing. Unexpected. It is, um, you know, being healers, like I'm an intuitive energy healer, of course. <laughs> And, but you're a healer as well because of what you do. Like you wouldn't be doing this. You wouldn't have been called to this. The universe wouldn't have sent you this yes. if you weren't a healer in a different way. And once you kind of learn this, you learn how to tap into your own energy and you can bring that fire, you, that you can bring that warmth of your palms. And anybody can do this. Like Absolutely. anybody can do it. You can learn how to do this for yourself. Um, I had a, a treatment here once with Julia, who also is a healer. And out of nowhere, she put her hands on my face, like hovering, and the heat was like she had taken them off a fire. Mm. It felt so good, and I actually got a little weepy because I had all this stuck energy I needed to release. Um, and so I just love that. I love that you can harness it, and Qigong helps you learn, I feel like, how to kind of not only keep it clear, but harness that for healing. Yes to help boost your immune system, to help heal from emotional it, trauma. Absolutely. But also physically. It helps your body physically heal as well. It's, it's a real medicine. It's, uh, I hope uh, whoever listens to us right now, our guests, you know, they're listening to this. Um, please don't be worried that if you are doing your 
right or wrong you know just move your body just try it yeah just yeah i always it. tell people um go on youtube there's so many great things available on youtube if you want to know what we're talking about firsthand yeah. but let me also take this opportunity to let you plug your instagram yes definitely um and so do that one first what's your instagram yes uh, my instagram is 360 yoga 360 yoga yes and you can dm him questions and he could probably send you some links and answer questions definitely and then also, I know that you've been doing some retreats um, yes. and you have another business that you do with this. Yes. Is there a website for that or how do people contact yes. you? Yes, again, 360yoga.org is the website. 360yoga.org? Because, yeah, because this is the world uh, healers. Wonderful. So you're from America, I'm from yeah. Iran, and we have guys from India. And we're in Turkey talking about it. Yes. <laughs> And Birds in the background. <laughs> we are uniting to change the world, basically. And um, there couldn't be a more perfect time for you to have just said that. With what's going on, the kind of global chaos that yes. has been going on, um, if we can all learn to work together and share the love and really kind of raise this global hope of the world, raise the vibration. Um, I love that. So it's 360. Yes, 360yoga.org.org. And um, we have YouTube channel 360 Yoga, but uh, it's not. They, they cannot expect something very professional because you know you're just getting started. Yes. Time grassroots. Yes, they can see some um, yeah, yeah. Qigong movements, and I uh, collect these Qigong movements uh, myself. I practice them and I felt the benefits. And there are many fancy Qigong movements. There are many fancy yoga right. positions. But what is good for me, you, and the guy who is making our bread, who guys, the guy who is driving the car, yeah. and who is, is a taxi driver, and the guy who is, you know, right. you cannot expect, a, for example, a guy who goes every day and he has a coffee shop to do headstand, you know? Right, exactly. This is, this is absolutely. But Qigong, it doesn't matter if you're traveling and you're in a hotel room yes. or you're in a board meeting or whatever the case may be, you can close the door and practice Qigong in yes. your office, your hotel room, by yourself and really um, help change your life and balance your energy. Everything in about life is about balance. And our number one obligation, I always say, is the relationship we have with ourselves. Yeah, the and relationship, yeah. self, 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 no, self awareness, yeah. self love, and that all comes from strengthening your bond with yourself, from learning how to love yourself, and in order to do that, you have to have those energy pathways clean, so you can feel balanced and focused and grounded and start letting in what needs to be. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and from Ashtanga Yoga. I, uh, what I learned is why yeah. they do the series because you know there are 10 people at the room and when they move together and do same things it has some statistically is so beautiful it no? is so beautiful and I've yeah. seen you um, I've seen you off online doing mm -hmm. things like that mm -hmm. and but I've also the Qigong I've so here at the Life Co there's beautiful outdoor spaces and indoor spaces and sometimes in the rainy season you have to be um, creative and so I saw you taking a whole class doing Qigong in slow motion down the hallway. But the hallway here is surrounded by banana trees and fruit trees and beautiful glass windows. Yeah. And it was really fun. Um, I can't say it was like a Bollywood movie, but it was like slow motion of everybody together doing these really amazing movements. Um, 
it, it was just it was yeah. beautiful so, so that's why they they put the series they put uh, these uh, rules okay first this second this then this but if there is not a group uh, if, if there, it's not a matter of the group then you can do it anything you want you know right without being worried that if you're yeah. doing it right just just move your arms just do what feels good trust your body open the chest close your shoulders and then this is yeah. qigong this is qigong create your own yeah. uh, movements yeah I you love don't it. need a master ask your inner master Yes. It will tell you. I all I love saying that as well. Is like if you can just trust your body. For a lot of us, it's not learning; it's remembering. It's remembering what your body and soul already knows how to do. Just go with what feels good. Yeah. Trust your body to move in the way, like you said, opening up your chest, yeah. up to the sky, bringing in your shoulders, arching your back, like yes. whatever just feels good. Um, well, I love this, and I, you know, I could talk all day with you. You have so much information to share. Um, me too. Thank you so much. Yeah, for absolutely. And I'm looking forward to make another uh, talk regarding by uh, yoga. This yes, time. Yeah. I would love to hear the continuation of your yoga yeah. story for yeah. sure. I didn't mean to cut you off on that one. And um, you were talking about animal yoga the other day, which I thought would be so much fun <laughs> to hear more about where all the poses relate to animals. Yeah. Um, so would you come back on the show and yes. do a whole just yoga show? Yes. Okay, great. Fantastic. Yes. So before we go, um, I always like to do a mantra. Yes. And a mantra or a positive affirmation is something that I ask you to say several times in a row, several times throughout the day over the next week. And what we're going to do tonight or today, just write it on a sticky, put it on your mirror, say it to yourself um, when you're brushing your teeth, driving to work, just continue to say it to yourself and feel how it will start to release your energy and feel good. So Sash today has picked our mantra. So would you share it with us? Yes. This is the mantra that I learned from my uh, Buddhist master, uh, Jeff Oliver. And uh, it really uh, touched me and it's very calming me mentally and everything. And it's like a real um, uh, deal. And this mantra is, we are thankful that we are healthy enough to sit here and do our meditation because health is not always hundred percent right but even to certain level we are thankful right you know thank I'm thankful that I'm healthy I'm enough healthy to sit here and be able to say this okay so I'm I am healthy I am secure and uh, my security is uh, so if we're going to say like just a couple words in a row yes i am healthy i am secure and i am peaceful okay so i am healthy i'm secure i'm secure and I'm peaceful. peaceful okay so let's say it together a yes. couple of times yes okay. i am I'm healthy, healthy. <laughs> i am secure <laughs> i'm secure i am I'm peaceful. peaceful i am healthy, healthy. I'm secure, I'm peaceful. I'm healthy, I'm secure, and I'm peaceful. And one more thing, we can also do three times. May all being in the world feel healthy, secure, and peaceful. May, May all, all beings, beings in the world feel healthy, secure, secure and peaceful. May all, all beings, beings in the world feel healthy, secure, secure 
and, and peaceful. peaceful. That is beautiful. That is so uh, important with what's going on again in the world today. Yes. Thank you so much for joining me. It's Thank been a pleasure. You. Absolutely. Um, for everybody listening, please, if you like this show today, please share it with your friends, subscribe, and write me a review. And I also wanted to mention that I answer questions live on air often. So you can send me your questions, either DM me at Michelle Schoenfeld Official on Instagram, or you can email me at Michelle at michelleschoenfeld.com because I would love to hear from you. So again, please share the love, share this episode, check out my friend Sash and see all the things that he's doing. And until next time, namaste. Namaste. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of You Lost Me at Namaste. If you liked it or you like this podcast in general, please take a moment and share the love by dropping me a review, giving me a rating, or sharing it with your friends. The more love and light we can spread, the better our world will be. Thank you, and until next time, namaste.